Yanaba Maddock and Sean Shongali held hands in a darkness illuminated only by the glowing eyes of hundreds of animals and the flames of hundreds of candles. The drumming had stopped now, replaced by the sweet slapping of sliding water, the beat of many hearts, and the breathing of many creatures. One pulse was louder than all the drums had been, one breath, a wind that guttered and flared the candles with each respiration. So, how do we do it here? Yana whispered nervously to the father of her unborn child. Does the planet give me away or what? Sean smiled and winked. No one has that right but you, love. Let's just say that the planet acts as witness and honorary best being. Best being, an echo sang from the cavern walls. He stopped walking and she stopped beside him. All she knew was that they were getting married, Patabian style. She'd been so busy with her new duties as Patabi's administrator over the last two months that she hadn't had enough time to inquire as fully as she would have liked into the rituals or folkways of the Patabian marriage ceremony before it was upon her. Sean's niece, Bunny Rourke, one of her chief informants on matters Patabian, had told her that it was a special sort of latchkey with a night chant at the hot springs. As at all latchkeys, there would be much singing, However, there would probably be more at this particular one. Sean and Yana were each to prepare a song for the other. Songs were how Patabians celebrated or commemorated all their most noteworthy experiences. Two hours earlier, Kilkul's premier couturier, Ashling Sanangatuk, had arrived with the gown she had created for Yana. Rabbit hides crocheted together with woolen yarn in a long panel design with a flared skirt, scooped neck, and long sleeves. Sean's vest was a darker shade of yellow and trimmed in beaver fur and blue and white beads. Now the light moats formed a circle around the two, and Clodagh Sanangatuk, Ashling's sister and the village's healer, stepped into the center with Sean and Yana. Yana noted with some amusement that as many of Clodagh's orange-striped cats as could crowd around her feet did so, their eyes eerie and iridescent in the candle glow. Sean Shangali and Yana Bamadak, we've come here because we understand you've got something to say to all of your friends and kin here, where the planet hears you best. Is that right? It is, Sean said. I have a song to sing for you all. Sing for us soft voices said from the shadows, accompanied by an underlying rumble of throaty feline purrs, the wicker of the curly coats, and the affirmative yips of the dogs. Sing, the echo said. Sean cleared his throat. The candle flame shadowed the chiseled planes of his face and softened the outlines of his mouth as he began to chant. Yanaba, she met the enemy coming to us. She met friends as well and honored them. She met me, and I met love. Aijija. Yanaba, who knows my aspects. Yanaba, who has my heart. Yanaba, who carries our future in her body. I tell you this here, with our world as witness. I want you with me forever. Aijija.